0: we start by taking a look at those jobs numbers for the second quarter of 2020 and 2.2 million people have lost their jobs in South Africa in the second quarter of this year The number of employed people has decreased to 14.1 million compared to uh, the number of people that uh, we saw in the first quarter of 2020 and Stats SA has also just released the much anticipated job numbers for the second quarter after more than a month of postponements. The unemployment figure also reflects the worst impact of the coronavirus pandemic on the economy following a hard lockdown, which halted most economic activity from March until June. So for more on this, we join now here in studio by our, our economics reporter Mbongeni And Mbongeni, good afternoon. Uh, thanks for coming through. So devastating numbers of job losses there, but was it totally unexpected?
1: Well, uh, it was to be expected, especially after we got uh, those GDP numbers for the second quarter. Which showed that uh, a record plunge in economic output, 51% uh, drop in, in GDP. Uh, so this this is in line with that. 2.2 million uh, people have actually uh, lost their jobs just in the three months uh, between March and June. It's 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 a staggering number. Uh, it just makes you shudder, really to think about uh, what's going to happen in the coming months with regards to poverty and the struggles that people are already experiencing out there. It's, it's really, it's very bad.
0: Totally devastating. And one cannot help but uh, kind of try and look for uh, some sort of a silver lining or mitigation, uh, um, mitigating circumstances or the like. And from that perspective, I want to ask, what is the rest of the world looking like compared to our situation
1: in south africa it's it's really it's 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 the fallout from the pandemic the impact of this unprecedented pandemic the rest of the world is not uh, looking any better really because even the in the developed world in the western countries in the us in the uk in spain uh it's it's really the 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 same effect uh, that they're grappling with. Uh, we've just learned uh, yesterday that uh, they are experiencing a second wave uh, of infections r- right now, but they are in a catch twenty two situation because going back to shutting down uh, or locking down uh, the economy again is not an option. Uh, in, in the mayor of Madrid uh, has said that even here we 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 we're gonna be grappling with the same. Uh, issue uh, immediately because we are in stage one now but already the infections are ticking up so what do you do? Do you, do, do you go back to a hard lockdown uh, with unemployment uh, numbers like this? It's, it's You can't, so what do you do? It's It's really, these are unprecedented times if you look at the official unemployment rate, I think this is the first time where we see the Unemployment rate decreasing to 23.3% from 30.1%. Not because uh, the number of unemployed people is decreasing because more people have, have, have gotten employment simply because of the lockdown. That during uh, the period under review, people who are unemployed just could not go out and actively look for employment. So uh, then your official definition of employment drops to 23.3%. It's nothing to celebrate, really. Uh, under normal times, this would be a cause for celebration if you had your official unemployment rate decreasing like this. But mm-hmm. uh, under these circumstances, it's nothing to celebrate, really.
0: So looking at those 2.2 million jobs, um, those people who have literally lost their jobs, what are the prospects of people regaining those jobs within the short to medium term?
1: again it comes back uh, to the to, to 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 the to to the pandemic even now under stage one lockdown stage one lockdown was supposed to free up the economy have all the economy reopen uh people being able to go back to work and so on but up until now we we're, we're not seeing a lot of evidence of that that um, you know uh Different set of the economy are picking up. Hotels that have been closed are, are, are back up again, are open, and, and, and there's activity. If, if you look anecdotally, I mean, I mean, if you just look around when you're driving around, our streets, even here in Jobeck, they are still very quiet. Uh, these are not normal times. So the prospects for, for for these two million people who have lost their jobs are, are not looking great until something happens with regards to the pandemic. So, obviously, government
0: is going to have to do something to absorb um, these numbers because now you have more people joining the ranks of the unemployed. What do we do? Where does government get the money to do uh, uh, that, to, to actually take care of the unemployed masses?
1: It comes down to, to the options. For instance, uh, I mean, uh, the government has been uh, working at Nedleg with the social partners, business and labor on an economic recovery plan. There's a plan that that they agreed to, that they were excited about. Uh, It was praised by the president. uh, But when it came to the cabinet, it's it's gotten stuck there. And the rumor is is that uh, it comes down to to the cost of the plan. Uh, National Treasury uh, has already come out and said uh, there's just no money uh, available uh, to spend uh, on a lot of things when it comes to whether it's bailing out SOEs, or, or many other things. So, the options are, are not many. But um, of course, government has to, to come up with a plan. Uh, uh, the social uh, security net has got to be uh, strengthened. Uh, already now, we have uh, the thirty and fifty rent for people who are unemployed. So, what do you do to you stop it? Uh, maybe under these conditions, it can't be stopped. It it it, it needs to 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 to. to to be put in place. Uh, There's talk of the basic income grant and all those things. But again, it comes down to where are you going to find the money for that? And and, and it's government that has to answer that question.
0: Mm. And with more people losing their jobs, obviously, it means that tax base from which you derive uh, some of the money that you use uh, for all of the social expenditure is eroded even further. So, again... We've gone to the Bretton Woods institutions, you know, taking out loans and other institutions like the Briggs Bank. How are we going to finance all of that, uh, given our current situation, an economic situation that was already bleak before the pandemic and now just seems totally untenable?
1: Yes, uh, a lot of uh, the the answers to the questions you're raising, uh, we should start to get the answers from uh, the upcoming month when the finance minister uh, has to table the mini-budget, uh, the medium-term budget in parliament. So that that's, that's going to give us a, a glimpse of where governments thinking, national treasuries thinking really is at when it comes to all those questions. How do we survive this period and what are the sources uh, of money that are available to us uh, to meet some of these uh, pressing challenges uh, with, of course, poverty and employment uh, getting worse like it's, it's, it's happening at the moment uh, because of the pandemic.
0: Well, Mbogendi we're going to have to leave it there, but thank you so much for breaking that down to us. The cold, hard reality of where we are right now with regard to the jobs numbers, 2.2 million people. It's a
1: big number. It's not a small number at all.
0: Indeed. Thanks so much for your time, our economics reporter there. Uh, as you digest that, let us know what your views are. 0826923909. That's our WhatsApp voice note number. You can also send us an SMS to 41391. Alternatively, your messages coming through on Twitter and Facebook at Update Dead Noon or at Sakina Kamwendo. Well, uh, let's uh, move that uh, straight along. And uh, we also join now on the line by Kosatu's uh, Seaswear Pamela to reflect further on uh, some of these uh, numbers coming through. Mr Pamela, thanks for your time. Welcome to Updated Noon.
2: Uh, afternoon to you and afternoon to the
0: listeners. Mr. Fumla, your reaction to the current Labour force statistics that were released today?
2: Well, these are depressing numbers, but we'd be lying if we were to say we are surprised. I mean, we were anticipating um, these very same figures. In fact, we thought uh, the situation was going to be worse. We're looking at something around 3 million jobs, uh, because um, uh, we've been witnessing uh, these retrenchments happening in all the sectors of the economy. Uh, even now, uh, the situation is still going to get worse. If, if, if you look at the numbers of such in nine applications uh, that, uh, that are being submitted, uh, companies uh, expressing their intention to further retrench, uh, while we can get a very serious in the depressing situation. And uh, if you look at the fact that 2.2 million people who were income earners uh, have just joined the unemployment line, and now uh, this is an economy that 50% of it uh, it comes from consumer spending. So these people, their purchasing power is gone. So the economy itself is going to pay a price for this. So it is a depressing situation because the 51% decline that we saw Uh, the GDP, Uh, we're unlikely to see any uh, changes, especially with the attitude that we have seen from the National Treasury of uh, imposing more austerity. So you have uh, uh, the private sector uh, uh, really failing to come to the party. You have a government that is imposing austerity measures. You have the purchasing power of the consumers for an economy that is dependent on consumer spending uh, deteriorating. So the situation just looks uh, bleak.
0: Let's talk about these austerity measures at a time like this. Is that the way that government should be going? What do you believe would be effective measures uh, needed to move us from the situation that we are in right now, Mr. Pamela?
2: Well, look, uh, if if you are resuscitating anything, it's not a good strategy to suffocate it. If your intention is to revive something, you don't uh, choke it. So uh, what we're seeing here is that uh, we have a government that keeps talking about resuscitating the economy, but uh, everything that it does points to the fact that they are suffocating this economy. And the results are there. I mean, uh, let's go back to the fourth quarter of 2019. Um, For the first time during the festive uh, season, uh, 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 we, we actually failed to absorb more uh, workers, even on a temporary basis. That was uh, already a sign that this economy was actually uh, on a descent. Right now, all of the numbers show us that we're actually going to crash land uh, because, uh, like I said, we're talking about the second quarter. Uh, what is likely to come out in the third quarter is going to be worse. But you look at the two budgets uh, that have been presented the February budget and the supplementary budget. The supplementary budget was actually nothing except that uh, what what Nassau-Tazari did was to move money around. Really, they continued uh, on the trajectory of uh, austerity. Well, if you want to to, to see whether it is working or not, you have to look at the GDP numbers and look at these numbers. Uh, So the chickens are coming home to roost. We have argued that. And uh, if, if we are faced with a situation where your economy is on its knees, maybe you should stop digging. Unfortunately, the National Treasury keeps digging, and that's why we're sinking further and further into the abyss.
0: So as our reporter Mongeni Mutua points out, uh, we're going to have to wait and see what the finance minister tells us in his midterm uh, policy statement. What would you like to see? Where would you like to see government go in that regard?
2: First, we need to inject new money into the economy. Uh, we have to because if you look at what is happening, this economy, uh, the, the private sector. Firstly, there the, are the no foreign investors who are going to come in because you can look at globally, people are are really worried about their own problems. So there the, the are no investors working with South Africa. So. And the private sector, the government has outsourced uh, its money to the private sector, and the private sector is just not playing ball. So, what we need to see is just an injection of new money to the economy. Number two, we need to fix the issue of escom You cannot be faced with such a, a, a difficult situation and still be uh, dealing with the electricity cars. Because, I mean, if you look at the manufacturing, the mining, and other sectors during uh, uh, the second quarter, they declined. Uh, it's, it's, of course, because of COVID, but also has played a huge role in in really undermining our capacity uh, or the capacity of those sectors to be able to to remain competitive. So we need to fix the issue of electricity. But at the end of the day, we need a government that is going to be hands-on, because so far, government has been trying everything uh, to outsource uh, its developmental agenda to the private sector. It is not working. The numbers uh, do not lie. It is not working. So uh, the idea that you are going to keep trying to do the same thing again and again, uh, it really does not make sense. From where we stand as workers, we are hoping that this economic recovery plan is really going to be uh, an economic recovery plan that sticks to. Uh, helping those small medium enterprises. Because what we are seeing now with big corporations is that they opportunistically used the, 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 the pandemic uh, to, to mechanise and, and, and replace workers with machines, which means that uh, some of the retrenchments that we are seeing are not necessarily retrenchments because of operational reasons, uh, because people are really are unable to afford to keep these workers employed anymore. It's because people have realised that uh, in a situation like a, a pandemic, it's better to, to, to have machines rather than have uh, a human beings. So they are opportunistically using the crisis to make sure that they do things that they would have done anyway or that we're planning to do. So these are some of the problems that we're experiencing. So we need to make sure that we give uh, a serious support to small and medium enterprises because those businesses are still prepared uh, to employ warm bodies rather than uh, mechanize and, and, and employ machines.
1: And
0: uh, speaking of uh, perhaps opportunistic um, uh, 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 retrenchment of employees by companies during this pandemic, uh, what about the SOEs and and the state that they are in? Uh, Given the role that they could play, uh, which they unfortunately are not playing at the moment uh, in terms of absorbing um, uh, people for employment, we told that many of these SOEs are overstaffed. Uh, How do you see them? playing a role going forward?
2: And the issue of SOE really is is, is, is a sign of a spectacular failure of policymakers and decision makers. We've been talking about SOEs for the better part of the last decade. But it is unacceptable that today we still don't have the plan that is being discussed by social partners on what to do with the SOE's. There are policy departments that we should have actually put together a plan on how to deal with the question of SOEs. We keep saying that these SOEs do not have a funding model, but they do. The funding model of the last two decades has been uh, 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 government handing money to them. The fact that government is running out of money and it starts to pretend as if this hasn't been a funding model, it is the only funding model that these SOEs have had. Cash and dollars. Number one. Number two. Some of the SOEs, if you look at their business model, there's a lot of dislocation that is taking place. They are just not going to be competitive. So there are a number of things that we should be focusing on. The fact that they still spend billions on consultants and consultants that are supposed to help them to develop general strategies. And none of the general strategies have actually made any results. And yet, we don't look at the amount that is being spent on these consultants as a problem. Something that needs to be cut or reduced is a problem on its own, and then the rationalisation of SOEs. We have uh, had this discussion a number of, of times to say let us have this conversation to say there are just too many. Let us uh, and there's a lot of duplication. Let us merge some of these things. And people talk about they are bloated, but where is the evidence? Because if they are bloated, let us a, a, a skills audience. So that when you present something, people are able to engage because there is evidence. Now, when people are looking for reasons as to why this SOEs is inefficient, people always look for the uh, 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 hanging fruits to say maybe we need to to to, to 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 get rid of workers. We want people to firstly to show us uh, uh, the skills so that show that this SOE is bloated and then we can have uh, discussions about how do we address uh, the, the redundancy and the skills dislocation that... Uh, But you are not going to fix uh, uh, these SOEs without a funding model, without a business uh, 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 um, plan that makes sense, that is going to keep them competitive. But what is depressing is that in the last two budget speeches, the National Federation didn't even uh, touch any of these SOEs. SAPC now is asking for 1.7 billion, the post office for 7 billion, ESCOM uh, needs billions of friends, SAA needs something like 10 billion. And yet, the National Treasury is not presenting any plan for social partners to discuss. The president appointed a team that was supposed to, 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 to work on, on developing this plan. We haven't heard from the president himself, we haven't heard from the, uh, uh, the team. We are hoping that in the economic recovery plan that the President is going to present, he will actually present something that we can work with uh, with regards to the future of ASO.
0: And just a final question, a tweet from um, Minister of Finance, Tito Mboweni, earlier this morning, where he said, my view is that um, in order to manage the runaway wage and salary system in the Republic, service and entities, reset a new system altogether. CEOs and heads must be called DGs. Now, therefore, they cannot earn more than the DG of the National Treasury Presidency and DPSA. What's your view on
2: that? Look, it's difficult to engage uh, 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 with the tweets. Because that's not a policy statement.
0: But it's a sentiment. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to get your view on that sentiment, that perhaps we shouldn't be having these CEOs uh, with runaway salaries at state-owned entities, but rather DGs, uh, if you will, at those uh, particular entities.
2: No, we're we agree with, with that. This is something that we've been talking about for a long time. To say that you cannot have uh, uh, CEOs of SOEs and even CEOs of private sector companies, but just focusing on government, you cannot have state agencies, uh, government agencies uh, uh, being being run by corporations. When you look at the money that some of the board members pay themselves just to attend meetings, where at the end of the day they come out with results that show that uh, 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 nothing has worked, Uh, those meetings have actually uh, 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 yielded no results. So uh, we agree with that uh, sentiment. But here is the big problem. We should not also be having a finance minister who reduces himself into uh, 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 being a purveyor of good prospects for our economy. We should be having a finance minister who is coming out with solid proposals that can be discussed. Because that sentiment, we can go back a couple of months ago, this is the same minister who, using the very same uh, social media platform, was talking about township economy, talking about how we need to protect uh, 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 Township businesses, how do we uh, support local uh, businesses against foreign competition? The question is, what has happened since that tweet? Nothing. So mm. that then becomes a problem because he keeps throwing these sentiments that take us away. The numbers keep getting worse. The situation gets, it, 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 it continues to deteriorate. And we have a finance minister who goes o- o- online, qualificates about uh, some feelings. Uh, but that is not how you run a country. That is not how you run anything for that matter. So that is the frustration we have.
0: Thank you so much. Cosati spokesperson sees where Pamela are there reacting to the jobs numbers.